0: Hello, it's Mike. I'm joined by Ray, and uh, it's been a minute, but we are here. We're back. We are not missing an action. We have returned from the the we are we have a uh, um, a thing where you go back from the war. But the post—we are back from the posting war. The posting
1: war. Oh my goodness.
0: The posting war is to bring you an unscripted gaming.
1: Yep. So let's go ahead and get started. We we have a lot to cover that we
0: we have a lot to cover. So let's hit the ground running.
1: Ooh, can I cover some personal no BS? Things?
0: I mean, there are some. There will be some BS, but yes. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. I
1: work at a new game studio
0: yes you do congratulations thank
1: you can't say which one but the game I will make one day when it comes out I want to point out one specific thing I added to the game that either will make you laugh or it will make you like roll your eyes I'm hoping for both
0: (laughs) I'm hoping that this this tracks
1: (laughs) you're laughing and then you just roll your eyes at the same time like a bad pun
0: I will laugh at this and then immediately return it to GameStop.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if you go to GameStop to buy this game, I will be very disappointed in you. Ooh, that get, let's get to the news. Actually, uh, let's get. I, to I didn't actually have this on the list of things that we should talk about. Uh, once again, still unscripted, but we just have like a hot list. Uh, GameStop's not doing well at all. Uh, I forget what they—they they just instilled a new policy where they have fired their most experienced general managers across the country.
0: Uh-huh. Uh
1: specifically because those general managers were making in excess of $16 an hour.
0: Uh the company wow. the company needs to save. Feels like we're really I'm surprised there hasn't been some sort of like vulture capital like per, you know, leveraging a shit ton of debt on GameStop and i far as that hasn't happened. Well, they
1: haven't because their their stock is worth... It's been degraded to junk bond stock. Uh, it's not worth anything. The company is not shifting fast enough. I don't know what they need to shift. Because every single time I've gone to a GameStop in the past two years, from personal experience, it has... Actually, I, I retract that. From the past five years, it hasn't been a, a pleasant experience. Like, everyone has their GameStop horror story. And the fact that everyone has one... Even though it's a place where you just walk in and you want to buy a video game, that that shouldn't be okay.
0: Okay, hear me out. Second rewards program. (sighs) You've got the one rewards program. What if you add another rewards
1: program? So they've kind of done that, and I'm not joking with you. What they've done is they've increased the cost of their current rewards program from $14.99 to $19.99. And it doesn't come with the benefit of the ten percent off of used games anymore.
0: Oh no! So you're just paying why, more for less. No, no, no. Oh no! What? Oh no! no. Why? Oh, no. <laughs> oh boy. Hell, oh, GameStop. Good luck with that. I heard they're making some of them, like, cafes now. Uh,
1: I heard, like, last year, I want to say 2019 some point, they wanted to change GameStop's model to, uh, They uh yeah, like, eSport cafes. Fast casual. Yeah, you walk in, you play some tournament matches, and then you move on. It's like a place where you stop to play games as opposed to just stop to buy games. I can respect that. If they could pull Whoa. that off.
0: I would like to go to the GameStop and buy some 10 for, like, Fifteen dollars and. No, no. Hear me out. Hear me out. The Witcher three on Switch.
1: If I could stop at a GameStop and they're having like a Smash Brothers tournament and we go there, and play some Smash Brothers, and on the side I pick up a game that I've been looking forward to, I think that's great. I don't know about you, but that sounds awesome.
0: Yeah. Okay. I get it. No, no,
1: check this out. Also, imagine an Overwatch tournament. They they like have like a miniature little Overwatch tournaments, just local players only. And then, yeah, at the end of it, you're like, cool, you want to buy these Funko Pops based on Overwatch? And you're like, yeah, you know, I'll buy my favorite character.
0: (laughs) And you're like, no. No. (laughs) (laughs) Or you can pay twice as much to uh, drop it into this, you know. Or or you can either buy the Funko Pop or pay for two Funko Pops and we'll let you microwave one of them (laughs) in the staff microwave. I'm just saying there's like a – there's a method for aggressive
1: capitalism there if they want there to be Uh, i don't know if they'll be able to flex in time because anytime i do pre-orders for games now i admit i just do it through amazon
0: yeah yeah see the solution to this is only play games that are already out yes and then pre-order the expansions (laughs)
1: I did pre-order like, the special edition of Final Fantasy VII Deluxe Edition. Here's the reason why. Oh, no. no hear me <laughs> out. Hear me out. I have a good reason. It comes with a full soundtrack on CD. Oh,
0: oh, okay. That's pretty cool.
1: And I, I love bad. the music of Final Fantasy games. This is known. All
0: right. Okay. That's pretty solid.
1: Uh, Me me pre-ordering aside. Hey, Mike. You want to talk about Stadia?
0: uh yes and no <laughs> um stadia ha stadia happened it happened um and now let me see here speaking of aggressive capitalism uh let me just do a let me just do a quick google search here just to get a. just to get a, uh,
1: what a feel for their look numbers.
0: At, yeah. But while
1: you're doing that, for those of you that don't know what Google Stadia is, it's Microsoft's streaming platform service. Uh, they're eventually going to make it so that it's free to use, but for right now, it costs $130 to buy the Founders Edition. Oh, by the way, it came out in November of 2019. Uh, you get a controller. You get a streaming device. I do believe it's a Google Chromecast Ultra and uh you also have to pay $9.99 for the service now all that said you would think okay that sounds like a decent deal to go ahead and play an unlimited number of games no no you still have to pay for the games each and every one a la carte you, with your pro membership you do get some free games like you get I think it's two free games a month So I'm not gonna Mm
0: -hmm. I'm not
1: gonna disrespect that. That's decent, but uh, for every other game, yeah, that'll be sixty dollars, please, on top of the nine ninety nine. Yeah,
0: and it's like yeah, that's the thing. Is like it's the subscription. It's all the the drawbacks of a subscription, but with none of the uh uh benefits here. Let me. I'm trying to find uh the I recently posted some. Oh didn't you Destiny player counts in Stadia and I'm trying to find it.
1: Oh, you posted that in uh our, our Destiny video. chat a while ago.
0: Like yeah, I want to say three days find ago. It here. And try, I was trying to compare that to the I feel like it wasn't that long ago, but I'm scrolling past all these things and I don't see. Yeah,
1: it. so Destiny two, if you want to play that on Stadia, that actually comes with the nine ninety nine service uh there's a little bit of bad marketing because it was supposed to be that destiny 2 was supposed to be free uh with google stadia but no no if you want to play destiny 2 on google stadia you still have to pay 9.99 for it for each month even though every other version of destiny 2 right now is completely free to play
0: okay so i found it so uh just for reference the uh Last uh just right now is the, the time we are like randomly recording this. Uh-huh. Uh Sunday March first, there are about fifty thousand people playing Destiny on Steam. Okay. On Stadia the uh on it looks like it was on uh just like a little earlier this week, the total population playing was less than four thousand for a game that is one of the most popular games on Steam. Yes. And uh, let's see. In the last, you know, the peak the last 30 days was 93,000 concurrent. So, who, boy. Um, That's the free game, yeah, too. Yeah, Stadia is, yeah, Right now, uh, Destiny Two, just in terms of activity on Steam, is in the top. Is a top. Uh, it's eight. Yeah, on the top ten, it's below Team Fortress Two. People <laughs> still play Team Fortress Two. People play a shit ton. Who
1: are you, people? I never got. I never could get into it.
0: Man, TF Two is great. Uh, I feel like I never got super good at it, but I always really enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah. So yeah, uh, if that that's. Because Google is obviously not going to release any, like, actual physical numbers of player counts or anything. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it kind of seems like the Destiny numbers as something available on a bunch of other platforms is the best comparison. And based on that, it seems like Stadia has really not... uh, I mean, it's like... It's it's a really weird thing because it's not... It's like all the drawbacks of something that's aimed at more casual people but with none of like the things that would make casual more casual like non big hardware purchasing people want to get into it in the first place yeah. cuz it has like you know there's so like you can't just like log into a browser for like $2 and play destiny 2 mm-hmm. you have to buy this founders pack and and uh and then you and then and The thing is, like, and then you're, like, locked into that ecosystem, too, of, like, the Stadia Destiny player place. Yeah, if Stadia was was to go belly up, why would you do that? All the
1: games that you purchased on it are also gone. So here's my problem with, like, an all digital future. I bought and I owned Scott Pilgrim versus the world, the beat em up, and I will never stop bringing Uh this up. I still have an active Xbox 360 account. I should own that game. I can't download it anymore.
0: Yeah. I uh, I mean, I think it's definitely something that is... I haven't had this with any, like, main games I play, but, like, there's an album I had downloaded on my phone on Spotify mm-hmm. that I really loved and enjoy, and then it got pulled off of Spotify for some reason. And even though it's still downloaded on my phone, I just can't play it anymore. Because I I was just leasing it. I was never like technically owned it. Oh yeah, well, let's bring up which is uh, like PT. Exactly. It's just like so. It is like I mean, I the convenience is cool, but like that I think that's what makes Stadia such a hairy proposition is that there's not even like a a veneer of like ownership. No. Because like you know I understand that de- with the like something like Destiny like. The nature of that game is an online game. So if it goes offline, you know, then that's kind of it. Like, I understand that, like, at a certain point. But I would be, you know, say, uh, just looking at, for example, like, uh, uh, like, I have Far Cry 4 on my Steam account. Like, and I can still play that even if Steam goes, like, if that game's servers are taken down permanently, Like, I can still play the offline on that. Yep. Like, that works. But, like, that is, I can still play it. But if through Stadia, that would just be like, no, you're done. Yeah. You're, you're That's it. You're, you have no access to the game anymore because you have no local file, which is. So, I mean, I guess, I guess right now we're just kind of waiting to see if Google is. Google has a bad habit or, you know, a fine habit. Who gives a shit? <laughs> uh, of dropping products that don't really immediately take on and just kind of dropping them. Yeah. So right now it kind of. We just have to wait and see if that's what will happen with uh Stadia as well. Who knows?
1: I would say, I would say I want it to do well just because new tech in the gaming space is always cool to see. Oh, yeah. But I And I think I have no reason to get Stadia, personally speaking.
0: Yeah. I mean that's the thing, is like it there's no reason for us people like us to get stadia. Yeah. There's no reason for any like a more casual you know, person it for? playing games to get it either. Exactly. Like, who is it for? Cause right now it's like, not for anybody. It seems like it's not a, there's not a great value pitch for either side of the, their audience. And I, I think stadia could be really cool. Cause I think there's things that there's like games that you could build. Uh-huh. I hypothetically that I think could only work on stadia with just like how it's like networking and stuff works. It would be like there, are, there. Are, I feel like there are some very cool things you could do with the Stadia technology uh-huh. that no other just con, no other system or con, or like computer console or whatever could replicate, which is super cool. So, i was hoping
1: they figure something I, out. But
0: I feel like it's going to be way too long until something like that materializes.
1: Yeah, they could have did what Nvidia did to just say this is a beta
0: and just left yeah. it at that. That's really what they should have done, because yeah. it feels like, because yeah, GeForce is coming in, and they're like, oh, this is a, you know, five bucks a month. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Period. And your entire library transfers yeah. over. You, you, you yeah, have to bring it's by the just, games. I
0: mean, it's just like yeah, exactly. That that makes sense as like a value proposition, like just right there immediately. Like it's crazy how just like. Yeah, it's just. Fun. Oh, can I, Can we talk um, about
1: real quick, just as a cap off, how inconvenient it is to buy a game on Cydia? You have to do it through your phone. You can't. That's so ratchet. <laughs> that's that's messed up. It's like purposely inconvenient. <laughs> that's like you can't Man. just do it on a web browser. You have to like download the app to your phone and then purchase the. Why? I. Uh-uh.
0: That is dumb as hell. Like I can't even buy it through Chrome. No. Like, are you kidding me? No. You... What's the point of having this <laughs> ram hog of a browser anyway? I almost said something, but really not. as good. You've been
1: listening to too much True and On.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh boy, parody, 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 parody. I just know to scream that just in case I say anything edgy. Hey, it technically works. So.
1: Technically, legally, yes. Uh, let's talk about uh upcoming E three and. Ooh, uh, three months now. Oh, years chugging along.
0: Uh, well, it feels like, um, particularly what happened with GDC, sadly, this weekend because of the uh, the um. Uh, coronavirus. The coronavirus. They had to cancel. They, yeah, you know, I think it was the good call. Good yeah. call. They have canceled that uh that conference. Uh, it kind of remains to be seen if. Coronavirus will still be kind of uh, running its course in America here uh, because this feels like them. Ca- it feels like people are kind of going. Um, Gershman said it really well in the Bobcast that like people are kind of going to E3 out of just kind of muscle memory and habit at this point. <laughs> and if like E3 cancels because of, you know, something like this out of their control and people kind of make do. I think some people will. A lot of people will learn that it's like, oh wait, maybe we don't actually need to do this. Oh, you
1: think this will be the final nail in the coffin that like does it in?
0: It could be if people if people uh-huh. like if they have to cancel and then people kind of learn to move on without. That's it. That's interesting. It could really disincentivize anybody like spending the resource, especially for like you know bigger companies like spending the resources to mm-hmm. you know do that smaller people, you know, smaller teams and groups, like, doesn't make any sense either. Oh, Sony so. pulled
1: out of it completely.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, it's... Nintendo... The Nintendo Direct really killed E3, honestly. Nintendo was I ahead
1: thought... of their time with their that Direct process.
0: In that, they started doing that, and everyone else was like, wait. That's a really good idea. Let's just do that. That's instead. really smart. <laughs> and it seems to have worked pretty well. I mean, it, it, I'm sure it'll, like, continue as, like they're trying to open it up to the public and do some cool stuff there. I uh I think I do think it would be cool if they were better about letting people like had more process for letting people play more unreleased games cuz I feel like generally gamers are have a better idea of something that is like hey, this is a beta. Mm-hmm. At least these days, I think. No, I've, know, but...
1: I've been to many a different uh uh-huh. gaming convention and I've played many a different like test build and the general public actually just wants to play a finished build and judge it. They do not care if they're playing a test build, they will be just as yeah. harsh.
0: Cuz I think that's the that would be the problem cuz people would like play the t- a test build or something and be like, hey, the graphics in that sucked. Yeah. And that's all people would hear about it. So that's like, well, why did we even come to E3 just to get our test build dunked on? And now people think that's our final game.
1: Nintendo does a really awesome boost at E3. They, anytime they go there, if they uh, they only showed off completely finished games, and when they, ever, they do a brand new game announcement, they typically have it on the floor for you to play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like uh they said, Oh yeah, Fortnite is on the Switch. By the way, you can play Fortnite on the Switch right now on our showroom floor. Go ahead and try it out.
0: Look on your under your chair.
1: Oh yeah, and you could download it like right after their announcement. That was element, that was actually really cool.
0: Open your eyes. You're inside the battle blast.
1: <laughs> I'm not a Fortnite fan, but I do respect the. Uh, I do respect that they were able to do something like that. Yeah,
0: that's pretty cool. But yeah, with more with uh, more
1: companies pulling out of it, the viability of it as a uh giant marquee event is becoming less Yeah.
0: Less. It's that's the thing is it's kind of just like it feels like a lot of people are kind of just kind of doing it out of like habit at this mm-hmm. point. And a, going a year without it I think would be Oof, yeah, that something that they d- would be like a post E three world before E three truly went away, and then everyone would be like, everyone would be like, "Hey, this is actually fine." Oh, by E three, Bye.
1: oh, and last year where they accidentally doxxed every industry professional? Every ger- oh
0: god, I, forget
1: <laughs> I never forget about that. They want you to forget. Very Mike.
0: cool. <laughs> Very cool. They just
1: kept it on an Excel sheet. <laughs> on their website.
0: And the password was just like password or something, too. It's just like, come on. What are you... Mm.
1: Oh, yeah, Jeff Keeling is not going to E3 to host his little event that he always does there. I know. All they need next is for Nintendo to finally say, you know what? We're not even going to have a presence. And that's it. E3 doesn't matter anymore. I, I, and that's I okay. think Nintendo's the last bulwark keeping people like going there, Nintendo and Microsoft.
0: Yeah. Agreed. Um,
1: uh, moving on next. Uh, so, speaking of coronavirus, there are rumors going around that the coronavirus of the countries that it's affecting uh, might actually impact consoles being released uh, later this year to the point where maybe they just yeah, won't. Yeah,
0: it's... This is kind of one of those, like... It is kind of interesting... I guess, as far as like how many, how many, like how big of a story this is, like with just how much it is, how much like this is cracking into like different, uh, um, kind of elements that we talk about, mm-hmm. like, uh, what was I going to say? Um, but, yeah, like you were saying, like, a lot of the – I mean, like, some of the production, the like, just the manufacturing and even just, like, the greenhouse gas emission from China yeah. has in dropped insanely over this, like, month because <laughs> they've just haven't – you know, factories have been closed because, of, like, the massive Can risk. Can I just say,
1: thank goodness the earth thanks you for a little bit. Maybe we should pause and take a look at our own consumerism for just a minute – and realize is is a brand new console that important that needed. You know what? Give it another year. Give it two more years. I don't care. It, just don't put anyone else hey, at extra if risk. You, if you would
0: like me to, if you would like me to send you some papers about why a four day work week is good for the environment,
1: I used to work a four day work week when I was an account manager at Sprint. You don't have to convince me. I'm already sold.
0: I, oh, okay, okay.
1: It was uh, 10-hour uh, days, yeah. but just... I will take those. I will admit, on the third day, you're actually kind of, like, really bored because you're like, what do I do with myself? It's just all this extra time. <laughs> uh... <laughs> but no, I'm, but, I'm with uh, it. I'm 100% with it.
0: Yeah, but yeah, that it, you're right in that, um, you know, this uh, is definitely going to make um, – it's going. It's going to definitely be like, especially going into a console release year. It is like parts supply and availability is going to draft. I think pretty drastically going to be impacted. Uh-huh. Like, and I I wouldn't be surprised honestly if we see. Um, I I I guess depending on how long things go. I don't I don't know how if it's like sub- beginning to subside in China or what things look like but i wonder if we would like see a delay of release just because of like production some
1: countries have different procedures Um, of dealing with it the usa i think there's like a couple cases in the usa four one four yes uh there was one that was like airlifted (laughs) to california and there's a new story floating around where the People that actually like took the patient off the plane to get them into like an intensive care ward, uh, they weren't wearing PPE. They weren't wearing their protective gear. It's like,
0: why'd you even bother? Oh, why? Man. Why? Why? Why did you do you might any as well of this? Just ask them to spit in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting. I also, you gotta wear your PPE. That's not okay. <sighs> Ugh. 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 Personal protective equipment, mm-hmm. folks. If your job requires it, you need My it.
1: Friend, if you're in an area, any area where there has been one reported case of the coronavirus, you are well within your right to wear gloves and face masks everywhere you go. That's perfectly fine.
0: Uh, I, I think masks will only keep you from spreading it. It will not keep you from getting it.
1: Yeah, because it could get into like your eyes or. I am or not orpuses. a medical.
0: I'm not a. We are parody parody. We are not a medical authoritative podcast. Do not. You know, do not take this as hardcore consultation or advice of best practices. Thank you. So
1: I wanted to bring up North Korea...
0: Unscripted legals got it. I want
1: to bring up North Korea as, like, draconian best practice. North Korea had one reported case, and they killed the person.
0: They're like, no, we
1: don't even have a way of dealing with this. That's dark in the funniest way possible.
0: D- yeah, that's pretty funny. Like up. North
1: Korea is bad for a uh... for a phonebook of reasons, but seeing that that's how they deal with the virus, you're like, you know, if I was playing a video game, that's how I would deal with it. But Jesus Christ, calm the f down. That's
0: like that's like some crusader. Game. Exactly,
1: that's exactly what I was thinking of. <laughs>
0: like, oh boy. do you
1: have the plague? You just became father for my train What's about to happen?
0: <laughs> oh no. <laughs>
1: Goodness, but it's true, yes. Oh, that's a good segue, Mike. Uh, Speaking of Crusader Kings and Trebuchets, Blizzard did a thing uh, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, I think. They uh, released uh, Warcraft 3 Reforged. It's a shame Josh isn't here right now. He's taking care of some uh, family things, as he's wont to do. Um, Mm -hmm. And we do miss him. But I know Josh loved playing Warcraft 3 constantly. Uh, I think, like... Large pieces of his college free time was dedicated to killing orcs in Warcraft three. But um they released a remastered version of it. They call it Reforged, and it is not remastered. Oh, cool. mastered uh, the models are better. Oh. The character models are better. Everything else that uh-huh. they promised about it, like brand new cutscenes, no. Uh
0: uh uh-huh. oh. Uh well I mean at least if I like make a custom map and I can retain all the rights to it. Here's the
1: fun fact. (laughs) I need you to sit down, have a drink. So so I'm. You know what I kind of if I can be. uh, If I could be Captain Bringdown, I get where Blizzard is coming from with this.
0: They don't want to get Dota again. Yeah,
1: well, would you have? The most popular MOBA in the world come out of a mod of your game and you don't see one thin red scent from that. I get how they're like, We never want that to ever they're happen mad. again.
0: <laughs> big man. They're big oh, man.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: And not just like the most popular MOBA, like MOBAs in general as a genre. Yeah.
1: <laughs> a whole game genre created off of this beautiful mod that someone made in that game.
0: I mean, I know you can't like copyright a genre of game, but it'd be like someone and like, "Hey, I made a movie where they like karate chop each other. they are explosions. I make kung fu movies." And then that person not making any money or any getting any credit for it at all. <laughs> <laughs> forever, forever. <laughs> so i i guess i i respect the hustle but it is like it's a dick move Come on man Maybe it's
1: a dick move to take away like custom maps and whatnot from people also you can't use copyrighted material and custom maps anymore and that just keeps people from wanting to make custom maps i'll be honest
0: i know no well now i can't make now i can't make you know Warca- warcraft warcraft dot. Cell games. I, I was final just about to make the Dragon Ball Z reference. Slash actual <laughs> final. <laughs> I know we're dot ex.
1: I know for the people listening that we're just kind of taking the piss. But I will admit, in in the Battle.net days, I played a ton of custom maps on StarCraft because that's how you you're like you've played everything else. You might as well try some of the BS that people have made in their free time. And some of them are fun. They're fun. They're entertaining. They have stupid music in the background. It's fine. It's whatever.
0: You know, I grew up like listening to weird going on weird like Counter Strike surf servers and listening to people blasting, like, you know, weird base hunter stuff, and I'm like, uh, I think I need an adult. Same bank,
1: yeah, C- custom CT matches, that, CT that. source matches and whatnot. That stuff just extends the longevity of the game, is what it does. Yeah. And, you know, taking that away from the players, or si- taking away uh the copyrighted material they can use in that. I get it. I kind of get it. Oh, that's another thing. If you had the original copy of Warcraft 3... Uh, Warcraft Reforged overwrites it, and that's <laughs> that's bad. Oh, no. That's just bad. That sucks. <laughs> that's just
0: that's a that's bummer. bad
1: consumerism. Uh, they were for for I think it was one to two weeks. They were not offering refunds to anyone that requested a refund for this game. But uh, the backlash was so intense, and by backlash I mean. Warcraft 3 reports is now the second, if not the first, most user rate, lowest user rated score on Metacritic right now at a mm, comfortable 0.
0: 0.5. <laughs> I thought you were going to say like a 4.8, no. not like 2. That's rude. It's a fraction.
1: <laughs> Your score is a fraction. I don't know if it deserves .5 because the game at least launches.
0: It works. (laughs) Yeah, it's like not a virus, which I think, and it's not, it's presumably not like sending your bank card and like social security number to, I don't know, Bobby Codex personal printer or whatever. So presumably it gets like three points there, but, but no, the the open anger. I of suppose it, not every fan is as objective and good as we are. So
1: no, I, I get the open anger too. If I had like an original copy of like, go back to Starcraft. If I had an original copy of Starcraft and they, let, let's pretend they did the re, I don't know, re sci fied version of Starcraft.
0: The re sci fi. They yeah, throw three
1: e's on there, maybe four, just to be extra. And I was like, okay, this sucks, but at least I could go back to my original copy and it overwrote my original copy. I would create a Metacritic that's account and then downvote it into a movie. <laughs> Because that is
0: bad. That is bad practice. That's That's insane. I can't believe it. <laughs> that is I guess it's to get more people playing. That's so <laughs> that. that's like I-, I heard a great I heard a great conspiracy theory the other day that I think is completely legitimate that Coke introduced New Coke to uh, make people clamor for Old Coke and when they brought back Coke Classic that's when they switched from sugar to corn syrup mm. and they wanted to do that to make it and so they did it during that time to not cause another fuck up of what they actually wanted to do and I'm like okay yeah I'll buy this I'm sorry I'm sorry No no not that's
1: not a cons- I've heard this So often that I don't think it's a conspiracy theory. I think that was just the business practice. (laughs) That was like the intent. Because it seems like a little too brazen. We're like, we have this brand new formula. Uh.
0: You want to talk about brazen conspiracy? Theory,
1: huh? Uh oh, oh no, no, no! We're not ready for Red Mike.
0: Let me tell you about some exciting polling I saw the other day. Oh, uh,
1: we we can't do unscripted politics, even though I want to.
0: Oh, I know. I don't want to. I don't want to get everybody I know hired, so <laughs> including myself.
1: <What>? <laughs> I think that's because I want Red Mike, as I call him, and it would be this unbridled dream. And I want Folks, I want that so bad.
0: If uh You know what we should do, Ray?
1: Talk about game of the year?
0: We should talk about Game All of the right, Year. Alright, let's How do it. How about that? Because it's uh twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. And but we played some games in 2020. Yeah, we did. I have a list of some of my favorites and I'd like to, to count them down for you.
1: Okay, so me being locked in current development of a game, I can't give my opinion, but I do want to hear yours.
0: Okay, well, I will, I will this won't take too long, I don't think. Uh some honorable mentions I have just cuz I haven't either. Whoa. I like them well enough or didn't had, need to spend more time with them. Uh I need to finish playing Outer Wilds. <sighs> I enjoy it though. I think that is really fun and I love that kind of puzzle-y thing but just haven't finished it Great yet. Great game. Uh Fire Emblem 3 Houses is more Fire Emblem and it's good. Um, Stuck at the beginning. Tetris. Tetris 99 is a scary turbo battle Tetris against, like, uh, in a uh, PUBG-style battle royale type thing, which is kind of crazy. And Death Stranding is a weird thing that I actively do not enjoy playing, but I very much <laughs> like the story and the world and the like environment and vibe, but I just despise playing it.
1: You have not... I was actually thinking of picking that game up like in a couple months, but you're not selling me right now.
0: Yeah. Let me get back to you on that. Maybe push pause if you can get it on sale or something. <laughs> I mean... Oh... Mm. We'll... He walks like a baby, like a baby cow. Like his legs, oh, he no. can't stand up straight. I'm just like, oh my, dorm! Did,
1: did ah. I hear correctly that in some way you have like individual control of his legs to make him walk?
0: No, well, you have the arms, so you like can hold the back up with your left arm or your right arm. It's like, oh, he's tipping left. Oh, he's tipping right. I'm like, just go forward.
1: Ah. That sounds like an exercise in. Uh, frustration, not a video game.
0: Yeah, and I think one thing that is kind of annoying, I guess this is the final thing, just like, Breath of the Wild has some, like, kind of meticulous long-term just kind of movement to Mm -hmm. it, but if it's not actively unfun to just, like, walk somewhere. (laughs) Even if you have to go far. You know what I mean? Like, it takes a while, but it feels like sometimes Death Stranding is just actively unfun traveling. Wow. Which is just hard. I'm just like, I know it's like the point of the game, yada, yada. But, Did you beat Death Stranding? Uh, no, I'm still working. Okay. Okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, no, no
1: shame. I guess,
0: uh, I guess a couple other honorable mentions. Uh, I'm still playing a lot of Smash. I liked, I've i liked the first round of DLC that they've done. that has been pretty cool.
1: I liked one uh, character. Just,
0: Terry, oh, well, me some Terry. F- oh, Terry's man. so good. Honestly, for every character you don't like, like you don't really use Joker, Hero, or Banjo Kazooie. Uh, I like Byleth, but Terry's mm, Terry's the goat.
1: I hate fighting so Byleth so and Hero online. Hero because you just
0: Hero is broke as the time.
1: Hero is either I'm going to break the game with completely unfair OP attacks I can just randomly get or. He just kills himself. Like he hasn't got the time. That just straight up kills.
0: I <laughs> know <laughs> it's so good. That, like there's no in between. There's no middle ground. Uh, Ray, are you ready for the? Uh, uh, I guess another one. I still play Destiny. I like it. Um, top seven.
1: Top seven. All right. Wow.
0: Uh, number seven. Wow. We've got Mortal Kombat 11. I'm leaving. What? Get back here! Hey. <laughs> I was so I'm so offended.
1: I I have not considered Mortal Kombat as a fighting game since I was a child. I respect that people like
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait a minute. Smash Bros is a fighting game, and Mortal Kombat isn't.
1: I think I've had this discussion with you, where I said like, yes, Smash Bros is way more of a fighting game than Mortal
0: Kombat. Fight, mate. Uh, I we're not gonna <laughs> unpack all that. We don't have all the. We don't we'll, have all darn. We'll, day. we'll have
1: the next two hours. <laughs> I I do want to point this out. Uh, wait, go ahead. Tell me why you love Mortal Kombat. Uh, why Why is it in your top seven?
0: Uh, cause I think I, I kind of like the injustice style and Mortal Kombat style fighting games. When I get, um, uh, the party party fighter games, like it's like Crash Bash, yeah. like Mortal Kombat and. Uh, it, Mortal Kombat and Crash Bash are the same game according to Ray. Moving on. Um, oh, wait, wait.
1: I just want to point this out just to go ahead and end this argument of whether Mortal Kombat is a fighting game or not. In EVO 2020, Smash Ultimate is on the roster for games that take the main stage.
0: Mortal Kombat isn't. <clears throat> <clears throat> I heard you the first time. You don't have to stop. Stop <laughs> it. Don't do, you don't have to do that. Uh... <laughs> But I really enjoyed the story mode in that game. Okay, I, and, I can uh, respect that. I, I think some uh, some of those fatalities are real good, um, and I just like I like it. I think it's the I think I like it more than Injustice. And uh, I thought like that that story was like legitimately very good. I think it's like one of my favorite like campaigns of the year. It, it's got some great character moments. It's so good. Okay. Uh. Number 6, we've got Apex Legends. Uh I haven't played a lot of it lately, but I uh I feel like that I liked PUBG, um but kind of bounced off of it. I like wanted something with the just a little bit more speed and um I think combining like the kind of basics of the Titanfall gunplay and movement, mm-hmm. adding like a little bit more character specific flavor and um Kind of all the special treatment that like Apex does, it feels like it was the first like kind of second wave battle royale to really have a lot of good polish. And I really enjoyed playing my, I enjoyed my time I spent with it. And I recently went through and patched it just to make sure it's up to date with this season, so I might dip into it more and check Can it. Can I out.
1: bounce off of that with you? Yes. Uh so I loved PUBG, but I also was judgmental of its jank. I have. Yes. over the course of like the four years I played it I have 167 hours in PUBG uh, I played Apex Legends and within three months I have 206 hours in Apex Legends I love that game
0: <laughs> <laughs> Apex is real good yeah so I patched it again so we should we, we play, should
1: play it, some yeah. more there's a, probably a lot of new character meta that I'm not familiar oh, yeah. with but yes
0: um, number five is a uh, DMC five Devil May Cry five. Oh yeah, that did come out uh, twenty nineteen. Oh, yeah. it did. I uh, it's just it, you know, it's I think the story's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just it, it had been a long time since I'd played like a Devil May Cry style game, mm-hmm. and just scratched that itch for me. Dante is, uh, the stupid dummy that he is. <laughs> Uh, Virgil is the bad boy, stupid dummy. Nero is the angry, stupid guy. There's a new goth dude who attacks with a crow or whatever. I just think it's fun. It's just a real good classic Devil May Cry style, like nasty combos and like that cool boss fights and stuff. Really liked it. All um, right. Number four: The Untitled Goose Game.
1: Why that's not at the top of your list is beyond me.
0: Okay. Yeah, Sarah said the same thing. She Sarah. oh by the way, Sarah's game of the year is uh it is no longer Mario Odyssey, it is uh Unto- You tell
1: Sarah it. I said she's right and you're wrong.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay, I will I will let her know. Okay, that's fine. We don't have to pile on the mic here, it's okay. Um yeah, I, I it's great to honk at people and just to cause chaos. I like how there are no redeeming qualities of the no. goose. It's like, oh, maybe the villagers evil. No, they're nice people. Goose just, goose just wants to mess some stuff up.
1: They're just going about their something.
0: And it's like, yeah, hey, I took this guy's radio and dropped it in the well. <laughs> oh, yeah! It's so fun.
1: I think I will be bad um, on purpose.
0: I will do. I will cause problems on purpose. Um and I think my favorite thing about the Goose Game, story spoiler, but I had kind of forgotten about the pile of like golden bells at the beginning. Yeah. Like, what is what is that? No, I don't know what that means. And then you get then you like rampage your way through the village and then the final objective is destroy the tower to to find or to acquired the beautiful miniature golden bell <laughs> and then you take it all the way home to your pile and you have like hundreds of them and it's like it's so sweet i, I, I love
1: it. the story implications of like this has happened every sunday for how many sundays
0: <laughs> and, it, and it explains why like everybody has all this like non-goose like anti-goose like propaganda <laughs> up everywhere yeah. and you're like what's what did i what did i do and then like oh, oh i understand i am actually evil um, I'm going to sneak in another uh, honorable mention uh, Baba is You Oh, I need to play some more of it it is a nefarious puzzle game where you go in between feeling like the biggest brain genius of all time and the biggest brain dummy of all time and there's no in between and it's very fun
1: I actually haven't played that game but I remember you mentioning it like I want to say 7-8 months ago
0: yeah it's it's very cool uh number 3 is a game called Slay the Spire. It is a roguelike deck building game. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of been my one more turn, one more run kind of game of the year. And um it uh it's just really cool like kind of build synergies and get more cards and kind of build more plans and stuff. They added a new character recently. That's really cool. Uh, oh, Felix is being so mm-hmm. cute. Look at him. He's a good boy. He's a, dog. He's such a good boy. Okay, so I'll stop you. <laughs> uh, so Slate Spire, number three, very good. I think it's on Switch now too and it would be a delightful Switch game. Um, number two is control. Oh. Uh I am a sucker for like Twin Peaks X Files type stuff. And I think this game kind of draws from a lot of that kind of storytelling with all like the weird FMV type stuff it does. Uh kind of like, oh, you're transported into the spooky motel and have to like Solve a puzzle to get out, and it's like this weird federal bureaucracy. And then you're like, but the gameplay is also really fun, and you're, you know, shooting like this cool guns, and you've got like psychic powers and stuff. But it has this kind of like weird ethereal like environment, and that's like brutalist, but also weirdly alien. The, it's a very the cool pistol game. has
1: a really cool name, isn't the pistol Mjolnir, or something like that?
0: Yes, it's implied that that is like the same thing. Yeah, like
1: it transforms based on need or something. I thought that was a it's really like the cool service weapon or something. A uh, really cool story element. So that made me want to like play it.
0: Yeah, it's very cool. Um, and all right, what's your number, number one? Number one, my game of the year. It, I it is going to drumroll, please. Sekiro Shadows Die I <sighs> Need to download that. And it is my game of the year because I'm a big fan of those Dark Souls games. I really like Bloodborne. Uh-huh. And I, so I was, you know, kind of on board for Sekiro regardless. I think the setting is very cool. I think it's honestly the, it's a little bit more, uh, kind of less ethereal and mysterious than Dark Souls and Bloodborne. But I think the straightforward narrative it is telling is very good. Uh-huh. Um, and I mean, kind of like the mystical, like mythical Japanese, like samurai era setting is very cool. Um, the boss and enemy designs are super fun. To play it, and I think this. Uh, I feel like this game more than any of the other Souls games kind of gives you the immediate feedback of okay, you have to learn the boss to beat the boss. Mm-hmm. Like um and there have been some like some I think some of my favorite boss fights like in games are aren't ones against like titanic enemies, but are ones that like move like you and fight like yeah. you. And there's a boss, like, its name is, like, Jenny Chiro. It's kind of like a midway boss fight. And when you, you have to, like, it's a, it's like the first main, like, hard skill check in the game where you can't beat him if you're playing it like Dark Souls. Oh. You have to, like, you have to get in, like, because your instinct in Dark Souls does, like, roll away. Yeah. But in Sekiro, you have to you like do, dodge into people's attacks to like pin the sword down and like build up like their, uh, you know, kind of attack their like stamina meter and stuff, and it. Oh, that's um, very
1: Bloodborne like, where Bloodborne's like, oh, yeah. you thought you could use the shield, and the shield is the worst thing in the game.
0: Yeah, and it's uh, and when it kind of clicks, where he like, uh, Genichiro unleashes some like holy like unholy hell combo on you and you just perfect parry every single thing you feel like a god you feel untouchable <laughs> and you're like I have you are you yeah, pose no threat to me you are powerless as you're just like ksh, 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 ksh. it feels like Uh, this is what I always it's kind of like uh, I haven't played the new Star Wars game but if this game is what I feel like Every Star Wars game should have been forever. It's just like the clashing of the blades and like the parry and like getting the perfect parries. Uh-huh. Like when it clicks, it feels so good. It is tough to get there and um it can be really frustrating sometimes, especially against some of the enemies that feel more like Dark Souls rule Dark Souls. It kind of feels like they're almost in the wrong game in some yeah. ways. But like, some of those fights are just so fun. Like when it clicks and you finally master the moves, and you just, you're like, I am untouchable. It's super cool, and I think that's why it is my game of the year for 2019. Okay, I can respect that. Hey, Mike, I can
1: remind you, you're you're on top of the rooftop, and you look up, and you're like, what is that? <laughs> That ne- Every time I watch that video, never gets old. I'm in tears watching
0: that. I need to go f- watch it again. Did I upload it on my YouTube channel? Uh, did you? I think I did. Oh, that- I'm sorry I keep creaking in my chair. It's fucking going to be really annoying recording. But, uh, but, yeah, that's my game of the year. That's a, that, that's and, a good uh, set.
1: I still, I respect your opinion that second row got the top billing. Still looking at you side eye. That Goose Game didn't get it. Huh? I love Goose Game so much.
0: We all love. Go- hey, well, Goose Game won the actual Game of the Year, like an actual. Uh,
1: the Dice Awards, game yes.
0: <laughs> Which yeah, so they'll be fun. They'll be just uh, fine.
1: Good okay. on that studio, because if you read the story for how that studio came up with Goose Game, it's the most wholesome thing I've ever read for creating a video game ever
0: it's so good
1: just like (laughs) geese are funny hey what if we made a game about geese cool let's do that what do we call it I don't know untitled goose game
0: we'll think of a name for this event they never
1: did oh man I I love
0: stories like that (laughs) so much it's so good the you
1: have a flapping button you flap your wings that that button does nothing but I abuse the hell out of it when I kept scaring that boy that is deathly afraid of geese.
0: They're like, yeah, like, but what you gonna do about Go. it,
1: honk honk
0: Go hide in that phone booth. <laughs> Call for Up help. Here. No one will hear it. In the phone booth, no one can hear you scream Raking in the lake, raking rake the, the rake. lake <laughs> It's so good.
1: I tried to imagine this from the perspective while playing Goose Game, and I know, like, we've already talked about Game of the Year, but gosh, Goose Game is so freaking good.
0: Goose Game is like an—it's—I feel like it just is a perfectly—it's a—it's a very well put together game. Like, I feel like you can brush it off as being like an indie or like twee or whatever, but it's very well like crafted. Yeah. Like, it has mechanics that. It has, like, a, a little narrative. Like, it is so... It's so good.
1: It doesn't have, like, a complete loss state, but it has a frustration state. So, yeah, it's it's a really solid game that yeah. anyone can play and have, like, a hilarious time with.
0: Oh, yeah. And I think it's, um... Yeah. It's super, it's super and good. And
1: no one dies in the game. That's, like, the most wholesome thing about it. The only thing that dies is everyone's sense of having peace. That dies in the fire.
0: <laughs> no gods, no kings. Only Goose.
1: I mean, the Twitter timeline for people that says, I have taken everything that's takeable in Goose Game and put it into the pit.
0: <laughs> yes. It's so good.
1: Also, if you follow the Goose... Uh, Untitled Goose Game's official uh, Twitter and their official Facebook oh man they are super socialist liberal like was not prepared (laughs) but
0: yeah it's dope
1: okay my dog is looking me on the nose I think that's indicating that we are good for podcast
0: I think I agree well uh, hey thanks for uh, checking us out you know again you you can find us on our unscripted Facebook and uh, we are unscripted gaming on most podcast platforms where you can find us We'll try to be a little bit more regular about if not unscripted gaming, then more content in general. So go no,
1: listen to the uh, Rise of Skywalker Creed got robbed. It's a good one.
0: Oh God, it is. It's a great one. Mike get his peak, I would say. <laughs> and that, that la this, the part the part two is just like is I went back and listened to it a little I bit. I did ago too. In part two, we clearly funny. were in
1: like do not give a damn mode.
0: <laughs> that so I'm just like, why did they make it bad instead of good? And it's like, oh, I forgot it was that easy to make things, Mike. Good job. It was that easy? Though I'm being vindicated by r- additional releases uh, or an additional info from the novelization of the movie that's like, oh, by the way, that was a clone Palpatine. And I'm like, one, okay, great. Two, who care?
1: Yeah. Why didn't you say that in the movie? Who cares? it's actually like shot in the foot my I have a friend that actually likes Rise of Skywalker I only know one person that actually likes this movie and this shot his theory in the foot of why the Palpatine uh, storyline was good he's like oh if it was a clone that oh, uh, oh his theory was that Palpatine was a ghost that absorbed into another body nope clone Oh, how? Because that starts asking more questions.
0: Like Slimer. Like Slimer.
1: <laughs> Rise of Skywalker side.
0: Well, before we, this turns into Rise of Skywalker Part 3, we should probably uh end this podcast. So thanks for checking out Unscripted Gaming. My name is My Mike. Name is Ray. And we'll see you next time, folks. Peace.